podcast is Coach James with Jake, episode 77. Happy Thursday. Jake, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing great. Um, got a little midterm break, so I'm off school for a little bit. Nice. Um, yeah, midterms were not that bad, actually. Nice. I'm pretty happy right now. Um, yeah. how, how are your midterms going, if you're having any? My midterms are good. My first psych test, I got 83% on. Not sure about the nice. second one. Not sure about the second one yet. But I'm confident. And Love I'm also... Hear, yeah. I'm also right now playing MLB The Show World Series Game 5. My Blue Jays lead the Series 3-1, so I'm going to try to win a championship right quick while we're doing the episode as well. Ah, nice. Yeah. So, well, let's get into it. Let's talk about some other sports that are happening aside from football, starting with some hockey. Um, Sharks played earlier in the week. They lost to the Sabres uh, in OT 3-4. They're currently now standing at 3-5-1. and one. Yep. Um, next, let's move on to the Warriors. Oh, yeah, also, also back to the Sharks. They oh, play- oh, 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 Yes, go ahead. They played tonight against the Montreal Canadiens. I can't, I don't have a French accent, so I can't do one, but I tried there. A Montreal a Canadian? Oh, yeah, I don't have it either, sorry. Montreal? Um, I don't have one. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think that works. Wait, did, yeah, uh, in the office, did Michael get sent to Montreal, or was it Winnipeg? Uh, it was Winnipeg. He Winnipeg? went to Winnipeg. Yeah. Yeah. Winnipeg. He went to Canada. Canada. <laughs> Canada. Um, but yeah. So yeah, that's some shark stuff they played in that, like Jake was saying. Um, but yes, uh, moving on to some basketball stuff. Um, opened up on Tuesday. First games were on Tuesday, right? Correct. Yeah, first games were on Tuesday. Um, the Warriors didn't play. But um, they get their opening night today. Opening night at Chase Center. Against the Clippers, LA Clippers. For those who don't know, um, Clippers won their first game against LA. Uh, Kawhi Leonard all doing it all by himself against LeBron and AD. But uh, yeah, the Warriors uh, will be without Clay today and probably maybe the whole entire season. Yeah. Um, yeah. Steve Kerr but, did come out and say that he doesn't expect or like he's unlikely to play this season. I think that's right. just a way to temper expectations for the fans. Um, right. I do think he's going to come back. But they don't want to. But I think they just want to temper expectations. It also depends on how they are. Like, let's say they're like at five hundred, and it's like, is, are they? Is it like really worth it trying to get to the playoffs to be the eight seed to lose in the first round, or would it be better to take take the step back, like somewhat tank a little, get a get like a lottery pick that you could use maybe next year on your team, or you can use it in a trade to get like an established veteran to help fit your roster with Clay. With uh, Draymond, with Curry, maybe D'Angelo Russell. They might trade him too um, next offseason at least. We don't know yet about that. But there's like ways where they can basically um, – what's the word? It's, not, it's like – it's not mimic. It's – shit. What's the damn word? I don't know. You tell me. Fuck. It's on the t- – it's a- God damn it. It's the tip of my tongue, which I learned psychology is a phenomenon that happens in psychology. Fuck, I'm thinking of the word. It's like when you... So what is it? It's like, let's say you're, like you're doing an experiment. Oh, manipulate. They, so they can manipulate how they use Clay Thompson next year, depending on their situation, their record, where they are in the playoff seating, what the lottery could look like, the free agency and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, Warriors succeed this year. 
making it to the second round. Um, I'm pretty sure this is the offseason where uh, Giannis is supposed to come to the Warriors. Actually, no, it's um, next offseason for Giannis. Is it next offseason? It's yeah. two offseasons ago? Yeah. Two, two still? Two? Yeah. Ah, fine. My bad. But yeah. Um, Damn it. I don't know how I feel right now. I mean, we'll see obviously in the first game. I think we're still going to be competitive um, with Draymond Green, with uh, with Steph, with D'Angelo Russell. There might be some growing pains. Um, because if you have – they do have like everyone on their team is like except for Clay, Curry, and Draymond are like under twenty five years old, or most of them are. Yeah, most of them are like under twenty five, uh, so they're very young. Because um, so what, what are you interrupting me for? Oh, you said that they're. Um, I was in. Yeah, I was gonna go on, but no. You said how they might be, how they might struggle a little bit, or they might be inconsistent. I didn't say struggle, but I mean sure. Inconsistent. I didn't. I didn't say that either. What'd you say? But go ahead, dude. Do, do, uh, do your spiel. What did you say? No, go ahead, dude. Do, do your spiel. Um. Yeah, you said something about, about how they about might. They might not be as. They might be inconsistent. And I said because they have a bunch of players who are young, and their starting lineup is is like. It's other than Clay, I mean, other than uh, Steph and uh, Draymond, it's going to be D'Angelo Russell's 23. Kevon Looney is like 22-23. And it's probably going to be, I think they said the starting small forward is going to be Glenn Robinson the third. Um, I think that's what they said. Um, and he's young too. So they're going to have three starters who are going to be very young who haven't been like in the playoff situation like Curry and Draymond have. So it's going to be interesting to see how that works out. Yeah, um, yeah, Kevin Looney is 23 years old, and D'Angelo Russell is 23 years old. Yeah, we're, um, I think you and me are both older than D'Angelo Russell. Are we? I don't know. When's his birthday? I am. I think, I know I am at least. You may be cutting it close to him, but he's like, like, Feb- like, Mar- like March. Oh, uh, no, he's, a, he's like a little, like over three weeks older than me. Oh, okay. Yeah. We were born the same year. Yeah. But yeah, they're gonna be young. It's yeah, gonna be um, fun to find them. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Double, let's yeah. go. Game five, World Series, Frankel the double, going to the second, throw the second base, not in time. A one out double here in the eighth. Go ahead. God. That's some I good, don't like this at all. That's some good play by play action right there. Don't like this. Don't like what? Don't like this. Don't like how the episode's going so far. It's, I think it's going fine. I think it's going dumb. How? I just don't want to hear about your MLB shit. All right, I won't say anything else. Except if we win the World yeah, Series. Yeah, I just really don't care about it right now. I just don't. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. happy that you're in the World Series, though. Yeah, I'm trying to win my third championship. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure, for sure. Just, just, keep, it off the, just keep it off the pod, maybe? Just keep it off the pod, Aww. maybe? Yeah, true, 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 true. Keep it off the pick. Keep it off the pod, maybe. I mean, I like I like maybe we talk about Madden. We'll, t- we'll, t- show. we'll talk about Madden a little later on. Or fantasy team. Madden, sh- Madden MLB the show. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm up to talking about baseball video games. Yeah. True, but yeah. True, true. Opening night tonight, seven thirty. Uh, the Clippers are favored by uh, one and a half point tonight. Uh, we'll see how we'll do. Um, but yeah. Again, not the same team as that we had last year. No KD, obviously. Um, Kevin Looney will probably be starting at the center spot. Um, 
Jake was saying Glenn Robinson at the three. I think that's what you were saying. Yeah. But yeah, we shall see tonight, 7.30. Get your eyes glued onto the TV. And then now moving on, not to MLB, not the game. Well, not we the are. game World Series, but the actual World Series. Jake, why don't you take it off? Yeah, so game one was on Tuesday. The Nationals take game one of the World Series 5-4. to four. Juan Soto, who's 20 years old, picture that. 20. 20. 20. According to our notes by James, Juan Soto is GOAT, which means greatest of all time, because he had one home run and three RBIs in game one of the World Series. Ryan Zimmerman, longtime national, added a home run as well. For the Astros, Garrett Cole loses his first game since about May, which is... Yeah, I think it was May. Yikes. Which is a long time. Um, I have a question about yes. that. Before we get to that, though, Springer for the Astros, Springer Dinger, George Springer, hit a home run and had two RBIs Springer as Dinger. Well. Yeah, Springer Dinger. Yeah, Springer Dinger. Yeah, so my question is, with Garrett Cole, what, I think he went like, what, nine, 19 appearances straight winning or something like that? 19 decisions. 19 decisions. 19 decisions. 19 decisions without taking an L, correct? Yes. How do you think that factors into his mindset in the World Series that he finally got his loss in Game One of the World Series? I don't think it, I don't think it messes with him at all. Really, uh, he had a bad outing in Game Five of the ALCS against the uh, Yankees, where he had like he pitched like six innings but walked a bunch of guys. But he got the win. But it doesn't really like it. More for him is like how he pitched, the more than if he got gets the win or not. Because in Game 5, he wasn't that good. Game 1, he wasn't great either, but he was a little bit better. Uh, but I still think he's still confident, and he's not going to be shaken by the moment, I don't think. Hmm. Interesting, interesting take. Interesting take. I wanted to ask that because you're a psychology major. Yeah, yes. There's a little mind thing that goes on with that. But yeah. Uh, why don't you talk about Game 2, Jake? Yeah, one second. I had a fraud risk call on my phone, which I'm getting a lot of recently. A bunch of telemarketers. I always get fraud calls. Yeah, so I never answer that. If I don't, if your name's not on my caller ID when I get a phone call, I'm never answering. Not answering. answering. Yep, not answering. So back to what? Leave a voicemail though. Maybe. Maybe I'll call you back. Maybe. Maybe. Most of the time, there's never a voicemail. Just a call. Hello, sir. Your social security number is impacted. Please call us for credit card information, your social security card, where you're from, what age you are, so you can steal your identity. Um, no. <laughs> fuck off. I'm not going to give you that. Back to the podcast, though. What was your question? Oh, talk about game two. Oh, game two, yes. Game two was a shit show. Um, the Astros and the Nationals in the first inning scored two runs off Justin Verlander, who's been pretty bad this postseason. Um yeah. So they're up 2 nothing. Alex Bregman hits a two-run homer to tie the game up. That was, that was a dinger. That yep. was a dinger. Then in the sixth or seventh inning, Kurt Suzuki, former Oakland A, the only time Oakland A makes an impact in World Series so is, with, is when they're not on the A's because they never get there. But Kurt Suzuki hits a <laughs> solo home run in the left field to make it 3-2 to two net Cardinals. Then shout out, shout out Asian guys. Yes. He's from Hawaii too, I believe. Then Yeah, kind of lit. Yeah, then – then the wheels then fell off the bus. Something? Then the wheels fell off the bus. Like, really yeah, badly. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was 3-2. The Nationals score a run on – bases loaded, two outs. There's a ground ball to Bregman. He boots the ground ball. It's 4-2 to two now. Um, it becomes 4-2 to two now. The Cardinals 
Uh, they keep the reliever in. He gives him a hit, 6-2. There's another play to Bregman. He makes an error, throws it away, 8-2. Then the final score is, I believe, 13-3 or 12-3. I remember there was a bunch of home runs. I turned the game off and just stopped watching after it was after the error by Bregman because I knew they weren't going to come back. Um, so it was a disappointing game. And he had two errors in one inning, which is really bad. That gave up – that led to about – I believe it was about – Five unearned runs in that inning. Um, the seventh inning, I believe, or it could be the sixth. Yeah, it was the seventh inning. They had five unearned runs in the seventh, and the game just ended after that. After that. Yeah. You're not live. Yeah, what was, was the final score of that game? Um, uh, I remember it. 12? 12-2? It was... Let's see if I can get it on my... It's 12-3. Uh, the Nationals scored, yeah, Nationals scored six in the seventh, three in the eighth, and one in the ninth. So they scored ten runs in, in the last three innings, and they had twelve runs on fourteen hits of two errors. Astros had three runs on nine hits with one error. Yikes! Yeah, I guess the the first mistake that Bregman made, they ruled out a hit because it's kind of a tough play, but that's a that's a play anybody who's ever played third base. That's a play where you have to make that. You just have to make that. But he didn't make it, and that's what led to them getting demolished and being down 2-0 in the series. Game three is tomorrow night. Zach Greinke's going for the Astros against, I believe, Patrick Corbin. Um, yeah. Or it could Was be a bullpen they game. Didn't, they, didn't, they didn't release who it was. I right? think it's gonna be I think um, it's gonna be a bullpen game because he which means they're gonna pitch like a bunch of the relievers and stuff like that. Maybe. Yeah, they're probably gonna pitch a bunch of the relievers, uh, which is something I don't really like when it's the World Series game three. And you don't have a third starter. Yeah, you were talking and, about that on Twitter. I remember you saying yeah, that. Yeah, it's game three. You don't, have a, you don't have a third starter or a full starter you can trust. But I know for the Nationals it's different because Corbin pitched in game one. He was supposed to be the game three starter. So they could have Anibal Sanchez go for game three, who's a right-handed pitcher who's been in the major leagues forever. Um, but I believe, they, I believe they may go Sanchez now when I think about it. But I wouldn't be surprised if they go the bullpen game. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, game is tomorrow at five o'clock on Fox. Yep. But yeah, um, anything else to add to the World Series, Jake? Nope. Well, that. All right. Sweet. So let's move on to the most important game of this upcoming weekend, in which is the 49ers versus the Panthers. Um, 49ers are now six and zero. Panthers are four and two. Panthers, who are without Cam Newton, uh, who are four and two. Uh, 49ers are currently uh, five and a half point favorites with an over under 42. How do you think our defense will do against one of the top running backs in the league in Christian McCaffrey? I think defensive wise on the passing game for the Niners, first off, um, it doesn't matter. Niners all pass it. The Niners have the, I believe second or, or they're the first or second best, um, First, first, first. first best of passing uh, defense of 133.5 yards per game. They've only given up like 178 yards total over the last three games, which is like 59 yards a game, which is like insane. It's um, insane. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, so I think passing-wise they're not going to have an issue because the offensive line for the Panthers isn't that good. But rushing-wise it's going to be a challenge because McCaffrey's really good. Might do a lot of screen passes with Kyle Allen yeah, as a quarterback. Um, who's – Actually, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you say that. But, yeah, Kyle Allen is yeah. the quarterback, which after you ask this question, I have a question for you. 
right. So, yeah, I was about to ask. I mean, you really answered it. Uh, will Kyle Allen be a problem? Probably not. Like we were saying, our pass defense, first in the league, only uh, giving up 133.5 yards per game. Uh, he is 4-0 as a starter. Um, he has had games where he's thrown four touchdowns. He's, you know, played pretty well. Um, obviously, uh, right behind him is Christian McCaffrey, like we've been saying. Um, insane running back. Um, like you were saying, yeah, I, I for sure see, we'll see a lot of swing passes. A lot of getting uh, McCaffrey outside wide, maybe, you know, little tunnel screens. Um, just a lot of maybe running on the outside. Um, yeah, I totally agree. I think I saw something uh, for football focus. I think the offensive line pass grade-wise is really bad on the Panthers' side. And our, on our defensive line, it's like above 80, all of their, all of their grades. Um, so I think our D-line should feast. I, 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 I wholeheartedly say that we should feast. Uh, we should get a bunch of sacks, tackle for losses, and stuff like that against these guys. Um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously, um, the 49ers uh, offensively uh, gained someone in Emmanuel Sanders, who should be starting on uh, Sunday, should be playing on Sunday. Whoa, what was that? That was um, should question. be interesting. Um, yeah, for those who don't know, the 49ers trade for Emmanuel Sanders, giving up uh, a third and a fourth gaining Emmanuel Sanders in the fifth round back in the 2020 draft. Yep. Um, but yeah, so um, he should be our number one. He should line up either outside, inside. He's played in the slot. Um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, obviously having a bigger a, a weapon like Emmanuel Sanders is definitely going to bolster up our uh, passing game. I think he's had he's already had 30 catches for about was it 360 300 yards? yards or something like that yeah and then two t- and two touchdowns well i think our best receiver has like is george kittle aside aside from yeah it's a good end. one i believe aside, from, good aside from tight end i think it's either yeah probably good one i think he might have like 18 catches for like not even that maybe like 12 catches Let's see. Like maybe like a measly 130 yards. Oh, I, I saw something. Well, if you look it up, yeah, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, let's. Uh, while you look that up. Uh, yep. So Marquis Goodwin has actually 11 catches for 181 yards this season. There you go. Debo Samuel has, I believe, the most catches of a Niners receiver, and he has. Um, what, what is it? What he is has it? 15 catches for 168 yards. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. Dante Pettis is nine for eighty-three. Um, he has a touchdown too, though. Yeah, I think that's it. Kendrick Bourne has like I think a couple catches. Richie James, I don't even think has five of the season yet. Um, but yeah, so like I've been saying, the receiver core has been hurting a little bit. Obviously, leaning more on our run game than our passing game, but we can't be one-dimensional. We gotta be able to open up the playbook, throw it, throw, throw the ball. Uh, but, yeah, let's talk about some Panthers stuff, about their offense and their defense. So, offensively, they're 20th in the league, uh, averaging about about 28 points per game with a 350 yards per game. Uh, Passing-wise, uh, they're 22nd in the league, only throwing about 223.5 yards per game. Um, and running-wise, rushing for about 130 yards per game. Um, but I don't think they faced the defense as good as the 49ers, so we'll see how that number pops up Sunday. 
defensively, they are 12th in the league, uh, giving up about 22.2 points per game and giving up a lot of, uh, I mean, somewhat a lot of yards, 344 yards a game. Uh, their, their pass defense is not that bad. They're seventh in the league, averaging only giving up 225 yards a game. And their run defense is kind of iffy, uh, giving up 119 yards a game. Um, obviously, that defense holds Luke Keekley. Um, they have Gerald McCoy on the inside. They have Brian Burns, who's a rookie. Um, I think they have Bradbury on the outside as a corner. And they have Eric Reed. Former 49er, former first-round pick. Um, said some stuff about the 49ers in the media. Yeah, I don't, I don't, really, of, yeah. I, I don't really know why he could be so salty, to be honest. Um, even, Adam, even, even Adam Alviso said he was a little overrated. I said no. I think he's still a pretty good safety. It's just the circumstances that he was given uh, his la- on his contract year and his last year with the 49ers is a little... I don't really have anything to say about it, to be honest. Uh, unless you do, Jake. No, not really. I just I when I heard that, it went in one year and out the other, basically. Yeah. Um. I mean, I still I still like I agree. I think he was a great safety when he played for us. Um. But him guarding it as a revenge game. Uh. I mean, I don't know about that. But um. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, it is a home game. So he'll be coming back to the Bay. But let's talk about some 49er stats uh, overall in the league, league rankings and whatnot. So total offense, they're seventh in the league, um, 26 points per game, averaging about 387 yards a game. Um, our passing, not so well, over 25th in the league, only throwing up about 214 and a half yards a game. Well, our run game actually uh, went down a slot. We were first uh, the last time we talked about our uh, our running game. We are now second, averaging about 172 yard, 0.7 uh, yards per game. Uh, defensively wise, though, we are second, just behind the Patriots. We only we're giving up about 10.7 points per game. Uh, I think the last three weeks we've only given up 10 points or something like that. Yeah. Um, we give up about 223.5 yards a game. And throughout the whole entire season, we've only given up 64 total points, and I think that's second behind the Patriots also. Yeah. Um, like I said before, we are first in pass defense, only giving up about 133.5 yards a game, and seventh against the run, which I still think is pretty good, only giving up 90 yards a game. That's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... That's what's going on with the 49ers versus uh, Panthers. We'll we see do, how we do have some new, we do have some possible news though. Oh, I love possible news. Akella Witherspoon, who was scheduled to come back by it's not well, this one. This part's not for this week. It's for next week. But Akella Witherspoon is most likely not going to play. Is not playing this week. He may not play next week. But they expect him to be back for the game against the um, Seahawks. Seahawks. Um, Joe Staley did individual practice work last yesterday. Um, don't know about he. Had, there's an outside chance he can play. Um, we don't know this weekend. I mean, there's an outside chance he can play this weekend. I think they wait until the Cardinals game, which is on Thursday night. Yeah. But yes. they may wait till Sun. They may wait till week eleven too against the Seahawks. Not week eleven against the Seahawks. Whenever that week is, they might do that. Uh, use check is recovering still, and so is McGlinchey as well. And Diva Samuel uh, has a groin that he had 
that he missed last week's game with. So we're not sure if he's going to miss this game or not. But we shall see for that. Um, but, yeah, they're going to have to make a couple moves. Kyle Nelson's back from suspension. He'll be the long snapper, at least their old long snapper, Sanborn. Um, and Emmanuel Sanders is going to is going to start, as you said, which means they're going to have to drop someone from the team, which I'm thinking is going to be Jordan Matthews. Person, I think by... Yeah, it's going to be Jordan Matthews for sure. It should be Jordan Matthews. I guess that the move has to be about, I think, 1 o'clock Saturday or some shit like that. Yeah. But yeah, um, again, 49ers versus Panthers, uh, 6-0 against a 4-2 Panthers team. Uh, I think a 10 o'clock game. I know I might be wrong. No, they're at home. So it's going to be 1 o'clock. Yeah, one twenty-five. Yeah, 105. Uh, 105. 105 on Fox. But yeah, uh, let's move on to our NFL pick em. Uh, obviously, today's Thursday, so there's Thursday Night Football. Uh, it's the Arbors versus the Vikings, who are favored by, wow, a whopping 16 points with the over-under of 42. Uh, Jake and I are both taking the Vikings. Um, the Vikings are going to be without Adam Thielen, though. Was he hurt his hamstring, so it's going to be... Still have Stephon Diggs, still got Dalvin Cook. So they should win. Uh, the Arbors are trash. Yeah. Moving mm-hmm. on to Sunday night. Packers were uh, favorites by four points over the Chiefs, then over and over under 48. Uh, Jake and I both picked the Packers. Um, I'm very surprised that Pat Mahomes is practicing already. Yep. Limited. Limited. And not with the first team, he's practicing with the second team. Hmm. Um, yeah, I doubt he's really good. Yeah, I doubt, I was going to say, yeah, Andy Reid hasn't ruled him out. I think that was a report yesterday, but I feel like he's just, he's not going to play. Yeah. Um, just keep it safe. I mean, it's the Packers. I mean, they might take this L. Um, Matt Moore, 12 year veteran, but I mean, I mean, he, I mean, they did get the win last week. Yeah. But the Broncos are trash. Yeah, they're not good. Yeah, they're not good. Uh, obviously, uh, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers coming off a big win against the Raiders. Aaron Rodgers, uh, six total touchdowns. Um, this is a Swiss cheese. Chiefs defense. Uh, we might see a game like that again if the Chiefs don't get anything offensively going. Uh, but yeah, Jake and I both taking the Packers. Monday night, atrocious game. Uh, Steelers versus Dolphins. Uh, I'm not both watching the Steelers. It. Moving on. I'm not watching the game. Um, Jake and I uh, taking the 49ers, obviously, versus the Panthers. Oh, I didn't put the fucking stats up. Oh, I already talked about it. We already talked about that game. Um, Jake and I, uh, Raiders versus Texans. Jake and I are both taking the Texans. Uh, they're favored by a touchdown the Texans are. Uh, the over on this game is, wow, at 52 and a half points. I'm taking the under. Um, our locks of the week. I'm taking the Saints over the Cardinals. Uh, Saints are minus 11 point. Uh, our 11 point favorites over under is 49. Jake, you cannot take this lock of the week. You got to change it because that's the Monday night football game. Oh, fuck. All right, I'll take um, Seahawks over Falcons. Seahawks over Falcons. And I am taking in our upset games. I'm taking the Buccaneers over the Titans. Titans are minus two and a half point underdog uh, favorites over under 45 and a half. And Jake is going to take 
Giants over the Lions. Yep, taking that game. That is your NFL week. What week is it? Week eight. eight. Pick them. Yep. Jeez. It is. And that's it. I don't have anything else. Episode. Did you have anything else set? Um. Go Warriors. Hopefully everyone stays yeah. healthy. That'll be a good Go thing Warriors, to have. Definitely, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all Basketball I have to add. Is back. That, yep, that's all I have to add for today. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'll that either. Yeah, so thanks for listening to the BA Podcast. Uh, episode 77, for those who don't know, uh, it's your co-host James with Jake. Uh, don't forget to like our Facebook. Uh, follow us on the Instagram, the BA underscore podcast. Uh, follow us in the SoundCloud app, but also uh, subscribe to us on the podcast app. Yep. Also on Twitter too, if you want, but you don't need to. Um, but yeah, follow us on. Yeah, subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Do it about fifty times to gain a system. A little trick and learn for an issue for twenty months. It's gonna top two hundred podcasts worldwide. We will take top two hundred podcast sports recreation. But as you know, we shoot for the stars here at the BA Podcast. So get us in the top two hundred worldwide. And we'll give you a high five. And that's all I have to add for today's episode. Yeah, uh, 